Welcome to the Survivor's Guide to Life podcast, episode 138. This is kind of a special edition. We're coming to you fireside. Uh, and it is the end of 2022, and it's been quite a year, a very stressful year. I think that we've been coming out of the pandemic, and the experience and stress of that time has, we've been talking about that this year, that it has revealed a number of things that were going on that people started to need to address. And today what we want to focus on is moving into the new year in a positive way and looking at mental health, looking at caregiving, looking at attitudes and how to move forward and how to take care of yourself. And it's a big order, but I think we can make some progress. It's only taken me 52 years to figure it out a little bit. So we're going to just kind of distill us down into something. We want, I'm laughing, but I'm serious. There are things that we can say and are going to say that will help. And I think we can, first of all, wish you a happy new year. And this is the beginning. A new year is going to begin. And hopefully you'll learn some things from the last year that will carry over in a good way. Um, through the challenges and the struggles that we've all faced, the after effects of the pandemic and what that exposed. Also, this year in itself has had plenty of, at least in our experience and our exposure, has plenty of difficulties that have come about. Um, I personally have never seen more losses and grief uh, than this year. I've never seen people have come to the point of becoming caregivers that they never expected they would become um, in, a, in their families, for loved ones, uh, in the last year. I've, it's enormous, and it's growing. What I've discovered in talking to these folks when they talk to me is they don't know the toll that it takes on them, and takes on, on what, what it does to them until it's almost too late. And it's a very serious kind of depletion, and it affects their health and their mental outlook, um, it can be very hard, and it leads to what we call burnout, which is very serious. Um, Many of the people you know, too, have lost loved ones. Yes, this And year. the grief adds to this whole experience. Absolutely. I, I, I've never seen so much of it. And the kind that was never expected for younger families and younger couples. I've seen numbers of those things with young children. That's We've supported some through our nonprofit right. um, that was unexpected. Others have been like what I went through, and they they became the caregivers for a number of years before they lost their loved ones. And they devoted their life to caring for these people and trying to make ends meet and keep themselves afloat. Um, It's it's a hard challenge. We've committed our nonprofit uh, part of it, a component called Lynn's Legacy, which is named after my wife, who had such a positive, inspiring effect on so many people. and she passed. It's only a year and a half now. But we've seen, we learned so much from that, that we've carried it over and what we've learned and, and we've been inspired to help other folks going through this and families. We've designed team approach to caregiving that works so much better and it prevents burnout. It's a very, it's a much more supportive model. But, um, and we, we, we're encouraging people. But what we are discovering is most people don't know about it. Most people do it themselves and they don't and they feel isolated and they don't have support and they just go. They do it because they have to do it and um, to talk to them and 
for some reason, people are, they do talk to me and they open up to me about what they're going through, what they're, what's, what's happened. And probably because they, they could feel it intuitively that I've been there myself. Um, I'm not going to be their psychologist. And I tell them, you know, in a much more human way, um, I give them support and love and encouragement. And I make suggestions and where we can, we, we do raise money in our nonprofit to help these families, um, which we're doing even more of now. So we feel it's very important. But in this last year, one of the things that we used to talk about, in fact, we've done a training seminar for our own board. We did. On, um, we have a, a training that we, we do, and we have a manual developed a number of years ago on how to prevent burnout and how to restore yourself and how to prevent these kind of things from happening and become aware of what this, how it's affecting your body. On your body and your spirits. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting? And I can attest that it happens. When you're taking care of somebody who's really sick and you're, you're attending to them, it is so easy to put your own needs aside and forget yourself. That is selfless caring in which we, we have such high regard for, but it could lead to something else, self-neglect. And self-neglect um, leads to emotional um, depletion and physical depletion and eventually to burnout, which is very serious um or physical you, health deteriorates. and then the person that you're caring for will not be able to get the care that they that's need. right it is really something that that if you aren't watching out for your own health and your own self-care then the person you love is going to be in jeopardy well you know i've talked to people they think it's selfish when i tell them it's yes. not selfish your phrase was always self-care is not selfish it is not and yet what i'm discovering is most people think it is and they look at me like, well, in the face of what I'm doing, how can I think of myself? And the answer is, you better, mm -hmm. because you're not going to survive it. It's that, it's and, that painful and difficult. And many people have read articles or have information about suggestions for activities for self-care, and those are always valuable. And we could mention some of those. We've been seeing them in the paper. Today was one. In and the... today there was one. Uh, I was just going to say that. It's not enough to know about them. You have to, to do, do it. them. And sometimes you need somebody else. To encourage you. To encourage you and come alongside. To keep going and actually do it. Absolutely. And I, I know I've been drawn into those situations. And it doesn't take much out of, for me to do that. To come alongside them and go, look, you need to, this is what's happening. and You really need to take care. This is some of the things you need to think about. There was just an article in the New York Times today. Today. On t uh, 10 tips on how to restore your mental health and prevent burnout. And it's very specific. And some of it's really good. Right on target. I yeah. agree. We were looking at it just before the podcast. And I recognize a number of them as being essential for me. And I know you did too. And you've got your, you have your essentials that you make sure it happens. Absolutely, I do. And, um, I, you know, I've learned that through years of uh, the work I do. I've had to find ways to take care of myself. And Jenny does too. Um, it's we, we live what we call an extraordinary reality. Most people aren't living like we do. Um, caregivers live an extraordinary reality. Therapists, uh, folks like us who mentor and are First involved. responders. First responders. Military, veterans. We're taking, we, we, we help veterans that have done a number of, of um, deployments. And, and we're dealing with the after effects on themselves and their families. So we deal with that a lot too. And we, we, we have a great heart for that, to be honest with you. Our nonprofit started helping them yes. during the Iraq 
was it the was there an yes OEF OIF yeah that's when we got started. that's right so mm-hmm. we have a, a great heart for that we're just taking some new veterans on good people other people that we're helping and this is a little bit of a, a <coughs> preview is the orphans in Rwanda I want to introduce a thank you Jenny we have been involved with um, orphans that were part of the the victims of the genocide that happened um, where I think a million people were killed in a hundred days. Something like Something, that. I don't Something remember the numbers. Unearth- yeah. Well, we were introduced to the, chi- the ch- children that were orphaned by these incredible, evil, um, uh, horrible yeah. events. Yeah. And over a period of time, we got to know them. We took care of them. They would come to the United States from Rwanda, mostly. Yeah, it was Rwanda. It was a fundraising choir effort that would go around and, and sing and raise funds for kids who were back home in orphanages and schools. And schools. And these kids did a great job. Well, we got involved in housing them, being involved with them, and loving them. And they were special. In the sense that these kids went through so much trauma, it was like, you. it's hard to believe... It's inconceivable for us here to hear what they saw and what they went through, through. even as little children. But they, what was amazing to me, getting to know these children, was there aren't many. They had qualities that you don't see that much in the United States. They had to overcome so much to become, to keep going, to grow through the struggles. And not focus on them so much that it just took them down to... Just to sink in despair. Yes. And I witnessed it so many times. They they stayed at our ranches. Um, they were involved with us here. Um, there was a couple of them that are so special to me. I wanted to adopt them. And you know what was interesting? They, and they loved at my ranch and they loved having... But you know, they, they used to say, they called me Uncle Peter. They said, Uncle, I can't leave my brothers and sisters. I've got to help them. And I used to look at them and I go, but look what I can do for you. And they said, we really love it. And they did. It's one of their very but they would not leave special qualities. They, they were amazing children. Yeah. And they were it was a it was a privilege. Yeah. We all had we all were involved with them. I think yeah. I think at one time we used to have those parties for them. They were thirty three. You were living somewhere with a pool and used to have them all over. One of my ranches we had a pool mm-hmm. and we brought them all over and it was just a, and we had yeah, a big they got to be kids for an afternoon. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah. And they would stay with us and they I, I just learned to adore them. And it was interesting because they had a sensitivity to things that happened and were able to just move in and my wife was getting sick and we didn't know that the she was having little seizures and TIAs and moving into the early stages of dementia, they picked it up earlier than we did. And what was amazing, they loved her. And they would move in very gently and not bring attention to it and just be there with her mm-hmm. and adore her and love her. They called her Auntie Lynn. Mm-hmm. And I, we, and to this day, um, we have relationships. I'm just saying we have the privilege of still having a relationship with one of the boys that you had Patrick, thought to fact, adopt. he works for us. He works for us. He does our social media promotions. He's a, he's and great. we've gotten to see how the way he approaches life has taken him into early adulthood and the impressive young man that he is. How old is he? Twenty three? I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, Twenty three, twenty four. Something like that. We know him since he's little and I love him. He's, he's a little, yeah. he's an amazing talent, but really a terrific kid. And he recorded a year end message for us. This has been quite a year for him. 
and we're going to include some of the video that he sent us in this podcast, but we want to kind of set it up for you to let you know what you're want, going to be yes, seeing. Yes, and he, want, he loves the Survivor's Got to Life. He, he does. And he loves being part of it. And he sent us a video of what he's gone through this last year, and it's been very traumatic. He was going to lose his eyesight. Um, he had to have a very painful and expensive corneal transplant, and he describes it so in detail but in a way this is a real communicator and he made a video he's also a, a, tr a great entertainer and singer and he has albums out and i guess for one songwriter and songwriter and he has a ministry and a ministry well anyway he sent us this video and i haven't heard from a while he had to grow up a little bit and he works with us and he did good work but i'm thinking patrick's got to grow up a little he yeah. has yes. and this video is so inspiring because he talks about the way of what he had to go through and the pain and the struggle and the overwhelming challenges he had to face in this last year and what he learned from the struggles. He was very transparent very. with how this threw him. In spite of you know the, the strength of character that he has, this really did get to him and how he had to kind of go through it and bring himself back together. And he describes a very important principle that he discovered calls the power of positivity. And what he pu puts out, and we want to share that with you, yeah, this part of the video, we will share it with you tonight. Yeah. Was an, He's also a very appealing and attractive and talented kid. Very. Um, but what he shared with us is how easy it would have been to focus on the pain and the hurt and the darkness. And what he learned, and this is Patrick since he's been a little boy, is how to move through it and discover a way of discovering something positive and looking at his perspective in a completely changing his perspective. He has the strength and the experience to do this. Right. Now, I know what he shared, I found very important because we deal with people all the time and not and adults, and they have no clue how to do this. And he's saying, you can't just let the darkness of your past or dark difficulties and struggles, you can't overfocus on that because you'll it will distort and, and color your perspective on life in a very negative and dis discouraging and despairing way. So let's let him do it. And we will be back afterwards. Okay. Does that sound okay? I does. And you're going to see Patrick. He's like a son to me. And uh, I do love his haircut now. It's not a haircut. He let it. I used to have trouble with it, but I think he looks great now. Yeah. And he's a very special young man. Yeah. And he will be more part of the Survivor's Guide to Life uh, presentations. And he wants to be more part of it and couldn't ask for a, a better person. Than Patrick. So here he is in his own words in a powerfully communicating way and uh, we'll be back just in a bit. You see, there is this thing in life when we all go through the hardest times, when we all go through the most scary times of our lives. We have this tendency of focusing on the worst parts of our lives. We focus on the most painful parts of our lives. I know we all have stress. I know we all have depression sometimes. I know we all have some, some anxiety. I know we all go through the hardest times. I don't want to lie to you that I understand the amount unto which you feel the pain and the anxiety and the depression. Not really. 
because my situation is different from yours and your situation is different from your brother and your brother's situation is different from someone else's situation. But we all have one thing we have to meet at, which is resilience, which is not giving up, which is changing the lens through which we see our life, seeing things in a positive, through a positive lens. This year, God changed my, my perspective into how I see life. He changed my view on how I see life and I started to view it different. And I want to encourage you today to learn this from me, please. I remember changing my biography, my website biography at cmusicnow.com, changing my Instagram biography at cmusicnow, changing my, my, I changed my biography everywhere and adjusted things because I had learned a better way of life. I had learned about seeing positivity. I had learned about seeing life through a lens of positivity. You see, when we focus on darkness, everything becomes dark. When we focus on the pain, the pain gets more. When we focus on the on the on the on the parts that own our lives, when life seems so so stressing and so chaotic, let me tell you, your life gets more chaotic. It might be painful. It might be so hard. It might be so stressing. But I want to let you know, if you are able to change the lens through which you see your life. Trust me, you're going to see life in a way better form. You're going to see your life better. You are going to be transformed. Your life will be better. You're going to see that there are so many other aspects in your life to focus on. Focus on your dreams. Focus on your passion. Focus on the things you love. Focus on, on spending time with the people you love. Trust me. Your life is going to be so much different. I did it in the, my times of pain. I did it in my times when I was so messed up through all my other stories of life, which I, may, I might be able to share sometime through the Survivor's Guide to Life also. We are back, and I'm sure listening to Patrick has touched your heart the way it touches ours. We hope so. We hope that... Uh, it stays with you, and then maybe you'll watch it again because it's definitely worth watching. And you'll see Patrick more in our future We're going to have uh, him episodes. participate even more. But I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you got out of the message that he that we feel is so essential there of the power of positivity. And um, I believe life. in it. Choosing life. Choosing life. And we have to do it constantly because it's we get bombarded with such traumas and difficulties, our own as well as so many others. And I know that he knows what he's talking about because I live it. And so does Jenny. And we know that it, it develops a deeper sense of strength in you. It develops your spiritual strengths. I'll tell you that. And if you were never a spiritual person, this is the kind of thing that will definitely bring it to that place. Patrick is a spiritual kid. Genuinely. He's not a kid. Sorry, Patrick. Yeah. But anyway, um, so you were sharing that and we love him. And I hope you'll love what he, what he shared with you and benefit from it. But I also wanna um, close out this episode with our best wishes for a healthy, happy new year. This has been a rough year for so many people. Mm -hmm. And this is the after effects of the pandemic. And I see so many people have gone through so much more since then. 
Um, we want to wish you our love and healing and growth and for you to focus on not just the, the, the pain of the struggle, but what you can learn from the struggles that you go through. Instead of looking at it as something to react to and let it take you down. Or just endure. Or endure. Take it as another way of, it, there's a positiveness in the struggles. It's actually a gift. We consider it, this is God's gift. It doesn't always feel that way. But it's a way to teach us how we can rise above the struggles and come out for the better and learn from them. And I wish you that this year. That no, we know there's going to be suffering. We know there's struggles. But I also know you can come out of it so much better. For those of you who can't find your way through all the emotions and the pain, take another look. Really, take another look and rethink what's been happening and look at it in a different way. I know many people that this is a very difficult thing for them to do, and yet it's essential. And I can speak from experience. It doesn't mean you're not going to feel the pain and the suffering and the struggle. It means how are you going to come out of it and benefit from the lessons it teaches you. It will make you a stronger, a better person, a more effective person. And you can find fulfillment and joy in life, even with the struggles and pain. I wish you joy and fulfillment and happiness. That's what I wish for you this year. You'll be hearing a lot more from us and Patrick. And uh, our love to all of you and our best wishes for a new year. And I, I also join Peter in this wish for all of you listening to us. And we will be with you in the new year every step of the way to give you the best of what we're seeing and doing here. Uh, the Survivor's Guide to Life is brought to you by the nonprofit Sonoma Coast Trauma Treatment, 501c3. Their website is sctraumatreatment.org, and there's a way to donate and support us on their website. We have a YouTube channel. We have a podcast on all our regular outlets. Our website is thesurvivorsguidetolife.com, where you can hear all our episodes. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Please like and share. Peter and I can be reached at 707-781-3335 or Jenny at BernsteinInstitute.com. Take care. Be well. We will be with you in the new year.